Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. As I always say and always annoy you with, <laughs> it massively helps out. So thank you so much, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Frequent Gas 6500. I saw this title and I just couldn't not read it. The title is, The Man Baby is Finally Facing the Music. My brother is 31 years old. In his time on earth, he has not had to lift a finger to keep any of his needs met. He dropped out of college after less than half a semester because he could not bother rolling out of bed before noon to take the car our parents got him to class. He's worked a combination of two and a half months in his entire life. He lost his first job at a Dairy Queen because he swore at a mother over the drive through speakers and lost his second because he got caught stealing from the till of a family-owned restaurant. He has spent the last eight years rolling out of bed at 2pm to do nothing but play video games and troll Discord servers to find someone just as pathetic as him to hang out with. It does not help that he's an annoying, violent, self-centered brat who would push my parents in front of a bus for the thrill of the dopamine hit. My parents always tried their best with us. They gave us everything we ever needed in life and then some. They have always been more than understanding to all of their children. For me and my two siblings who are worth something, it led to incredible performances in academia, well-paying jobs and an amazing start to our adult lives. I wish I could commend them for the 75% success rate. But they have allowed the man baby to sit in his cradle and make demands for 31 years too long and now they find themselves with an overgrown toddler who sits in the attic playing valorant all day while cursing my mum out when she dares to ask him to clean up the rotting garbage he spreads across his room last year dad had a stroke he is now at a point where he needs 24-hour care from a professional my mother is burned out she retired when dad had the stroke to take care of him and it's done more damage to their relationship than 33 years of marriage could ever do it does not help that they are perpetually harassed by the child demanding his dinner be delivered to him while he screams at teenagers over the internet. Me, all my human siblings, and my parents have been talking for months now about solutions. At the beginning of the month, we decided that dad is going to a care center. Mum will sell the house to move to a 55 plus community close to dad, and the man baby will hopefully find a box with an internet connection. Mum and dad have always protected him but my guess is the stroke finally woke them up to the reality of the situation. Yeah, it sucks, and they are to blame for allowing him to get to this point. But there comes a time to cut your losses and admit you messed up and move on. It's a shame all of the man-baby siblings, including myself, hate his guts. None of us care what happens to him, and it's interesting to say that out loud now that I think about it. I got the privilege to be there yesterday when he got the news. 
Mum's going to be moving in with sis till the house sells. Dad's going to the care center next week and movers will be clearing the place out starting pretty much now. He has a month. The eviction process is already rolling. The non-emergency line already knows that his temperamental and violent behind has been served and is ready to respond if he does something stupid. Oh, and our firefighter neighbor will be over in only a few minutes if he needs his ass putting gear on short notice. It was wonderful. His meltdown was legendary. He actually stomped his feet and screamed that it's not fair. Said he was going to sue us all. Screamed in an elderly man's face saying he wants to kick his ass. He demanded to know what we're going to do to help him find a place to live. How much money we're going to give him to make sure he didn't end up on the streets. Asked what he's supposed to do about the fact he was saving money to buy a new graphics card. He somehow still does not understand exactly what he is now facing. He's now not talking to mum or dad. He's locked himself in his room since last night and only comes out to use the restroom and take food from the pantry that will not be filling itself anymore. It's great as my brother is staying there and working remotely to make sure he does not try anything and to update me and my sister on the man-baby's tantrum. I'm looking forward to the next month. It will be the best reality television I've ever seen in a while. Quick update. Man-baby has not got violent, luckily. He has made everyone's life a living hell, however. He says he found the place to live, though, and he'll be out by the end of the month. And we do have an update to this story. But we do have some relevant comments before we move on to the update. So these are the ones that OP replies to. So Powerman Friendship says, he's going to pull some shit to go to prison on purpose, guaranteed. The threat of having to actually make his own way in life is going to cause a mental breakdown. To be honest, I would have sprung this on him at the last possible second once everyone is safe. I hope there are no weapons in the house. I honestly would not be able to sleep in a situation like this. The internet is producing an endless sea of entitled toxic monstrosities and for many of them, violence is the only outlet they know. Sorry to sound like an alarmist and I'm glad your brother is getting his comeuppance, but I sincerely hope your other brother is able to keep him in check physically because the situation sounds very volatile. Good luck and... Sorry about your dad. OP responds saying, putting aside my snide tone in the comedy, we knew this was coming. We need to give him 30 days notice legally, so dropping him out at last second was not an option. Mum will be out of the house before the end of the week. Dad soon after that. Everything that can be used as a weapon is already gone and my brother has taken every precaution necessary. He has pepper spray also, but we doubt he will need to use it. The man baby is a brat and violent, but he has never hurt someone else and in my own opinion, he's too much of a coward to try to do anything. That does not mean we don't have precautions in place. Neighbors know, the police know, everyone that can do something knows about the situation. We made it very clear to the toddler that if he tries anything, he will regret it. Prison is one thing I don't know about. Maybe he's dumb enough to try it, but I also know he's terrified of anything new, so who knows? Overall, Things are being handled to the best of all our abilities. And again, it's absolutely mad, isn't it? We cover a lot of stories where, you know, people overstay their welcome in particular houses, you know, stay there till 40 or 50 or whatever age. But in this particular story, you can see OP's concern for what's going on around them, the way they are actually concerned about their brother, the, that they had to inform the police, the neighbors and everyone that knows about the situation. That's how concerned they are about this particular person being in that house and what their reaction may be like. And from what Opie said, you know, putting aside their snide tone and the comedy, it's pretty scary, isn't it? 
Existing 22574 says, good luck to you and your family OP. Keep safe. As much as I love people reaping what they sow, he sounds a bit unhinged. I worry what that could mean for you and your family. OP replies saying, yeah, this is one of our biggest concerns. When mum and dad decided they could not handle him anymore. He's a violent man, baby, but he takes his anger on things rather than people. I doubt he has the spine to hurt someone, but you know what they say about backing dogs into corners. We've taken precautions. My brother is in the house till his eviction is finalized. They will be repinning the locks a days out and neighbors will know what's going on and are there to help. If he damages anything, he'll be going to jail. And if he tries to hurt someone else or himself, we've let the police know he's a danger. Kyle Mus 2008 says, question OP. Is your brother going to be on the streets after this or worse? Commit self-harm after his safety and security is taken away? His behavior is, of course, appalling, but it speaks the possibility of some deep-rooted trauma. Has he ever been evaluated for any antisocial personality disorders such as BPD? I can't imagine nothing good coming from this. It sounds like your brother has serious mental health issues that need to be addressed. I know the feelings of comeuppance or revenge initially feels good, but in the end, as the years go by, it turns into a hollow void. I speak with experience in my dealing with my own mentally disturbed brother. I just wanted him gone. And then one day he was by his own hand. There's not a day that goes by, years later, that I don't think of him. I beg you, reach out to him. Don't let him disappear out into those streets. You'd be saving a piece of yourself as much as him. I wish I'd realized this. It's never too late until it's too late. Good luck and Godspeed. OP reply saying, without getting too deep into personal territory, my parents have gotten him all the help they can. He's never been given any real diagnosis outside of depression because he would simply skip his therapist appointments and not put in any effort. As a case of clinical laziness, if he has something else, we don't know. Trobo also goes down the mental health route saying, does he have any mental health issues or disabilities? Something sounds a bit off here. More than just spoiled behavior which OP replies saying maybe we don't know for sure. My parents have tried to get him help, but he refused to put any work into improving himself. He was put into a very expensive therapy program and quit going after only two sessions. He was never given an official diagnosis outside of depression because of his refusal to actually go out of his way to attend. Then OP updates the post, which says, Hello again, everyone. I never expected my last post to get popular, but it was a pleasant surprise. Anyways, here's the update. So after my original post left off, not much happened at first. The man baby sulked and gave my parents the silent treatment until both of them moved out of the house. He had a bit of a tantrum when he realized that my brother would not be buying groceries for him and he would, gasp, have to spend his computer fund to feed himself. After mum moved out, I think that's when it hit him that this was happening and no amount of sulking and bitching would stop the eviction date from coming any closer. He had a massive tantrum a few nights after my mum moved out. He blew up the family group chat demanding we help him find a place to live and give him money for a deposit. I responded with a gif of a laughing cat and my sister blocked his number. He and our brother got into a fight, but like I always thought, he was too cowardly to actually do anything so he sulked to his room. Skipping every little petty and childish thing he did over the month, he in the end did find a place to actually live. He started to do Uber to make some cash while he claims to look for a job. We'll see how that turns out. Anyway, from what I understand, he knows someone locally that he plays video games with and the guy hooked him up with a cheap place to live. When I say cheap, I mean cheap. I ended up offering to help the man babies move to his new place and got a first-hand look at the crack house he's now living at. 
He's living in a room above the garage in a three-bedroom rundown crack house straight out of Compton. The place has fiber internet though, which was the must-have feature for my brother apparently. I didn't get a single thanks for helping him move and he demanded I buy him lunch afterwards. I left him hungry. Anyway, we'll see how long this lasts as the man baby still seems to insist on not getting an actual job and thinks if he begs me and my family for money, he'll get by. He apparently has already nearly depleted his graphics card fund and he's blowing my mum up asking for a thousand dollars so it seems to be going well for him. He did ask me for money when I was helping him move and I told him that McDonald's is always hiring. He scoffed and told me he was too good for that. I guess we'll see how long that lasts. Anyway, the man baby has left the building. Now, I'm going to turn this one straight to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And this next story comes from Doublead6415, who says, Am I the arsehole for asking my guest to pay $10 to come to my wedding? Oh, dearie me. My fiancé, 23 male, and I, 23 female, are getting married in less than a month. We're doing a small wedding and only invited 20 guests. We decided we wanted to have our wedding up in a canyon. But to access this canyon, it cost $10. So we're having our guests pay the $10 to enter the canyon. We put this canyon fee on our invitations. My sister called today as she has just received their invite in the mail and was mad about having to pay to attend a wedding. She called me an asshole because I was being a cheapskate and there are thousands of canyons that won't have a fee. But me and my fiance already have our hearts set on this specific canyon and view. As the argument went on, she started to pick on our whole wedding plan. Having the guests bring their own camping chairs not having a real reception, just a small dinner for those who attended and posting our registry all over social media, but only having 20 people actually be invited. We don't want to spend a lot of money, and so doing it outdoors is one way of doing that. We also just want our close, intimate friends and family to be there, so I don't know what's wrong with keeping it small. For those who will ask, it's a canyon fee. You have to pay at the base, so it's not like we could just pay the park rangers in advance and just say they should cover it. It's open to public. So, am I the asshole? Now, I'm not massively clued up on this type of thing, getting married in random places, but don't you need some sort of, I don't know, permission to be able to do that? You can't just like wing the person who's going to marry you up any old canyon and say, right, marry us now. Do you? Or, or can you do that? I might be totally wrong. It just seems like 
it's not something you can quite just do i go up to the grand we're getting married at the grand canyon let's go <laughs> job done sort of thing again maybe you can but let me know because i am genuinely curious about that and i'm trying to put myself in a someone that received this invite from like a, a good family friend or relative or something like that and i received this invitation that said it's ten dollars to get in the canyon to see us get married and you need to bring your own chair etc i probably think to myself you bloody cheeky so-and-so but at the same time i'd probably do it as well <laughs> whilst thinking the whole situation is pretty strange but then again if i was in the other shoes like it was my wedding and this was going on there's no way i would be able to bring myself to charge people ten dollars at the same time i wouldn't want to do that i'd set something up i'd definitely get someone bringing the chairs not bring your own chair and i'd have someone maybe stood at the entrance to the canyon is that a thing as well with the money so the people could get in simple as that so to me i think it is going to be a you're the asshole situation but the deadly panda gamer says and quotes not having a real reception just a small dinner for those who attended and posting our registry all over social media but only having 20 people actually be invited then goes on to say you're the asshole not sure which is worse ten dollar entry fee bring your own chair or get in the registry over social media and not being invited to the wedding i guess there are no bathrooms at this canyon dinner better add bring your own ass wipes <laughs> Temporary Badger says, oof buddy, I was trying to be open-minded but you lost me at posting your registry on social media, soliciting gifts from people who aren't invited. That is tacky as fuck. This canyon is clearly not meant to be a wedding venue. The least you can do is pay for people's entrance fees. You're the asshole. And I can't find the comment as such but everyone keeps saying apparently OP was expecting to walk a mile as well. It was a mile to get to this location with, with the chairs. <laughs> Friendly Var says, I got married at a park that had an entrance fee. We included a card with the invitation that our guests could present at the park to be allowed in. We put a deposit at the gate to cover their parking charges and they calculated the actual amount due based on the cards they collected. It's not that difficult. Don't charge your guests. You're the arsehole. Amo Ward says, you're the arsehole. The canyon is your wedding venue. I've never been to a wedding where the couple have asked me to pay permission slash my percentage of the cost of their chosen venue. You can't afford the canyon as a wedding venue. Pick another one. Prairie Islander says you're the asshole. This sounds cheap and tacky, especially posting your registry on social media when you're only inviting 20 people and then making them pay to attend and schlep their own chair down into a canyon. Just a lope. What sounds like a cute little ceremony to you will be a talking point for people for years and not in a good way. Oh my God, remember when Sarah and Nathan got married and we had to pay to go hiking with a chair? And then they posted their registry online. Like great auntie Susan is going to buy them a La Crusette pronunciation when she wasn't even invited. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Would you be happy paying that $10 fee to go into that wedding, taking your own chair on a mile hike and then attending it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to one more story. And this one's from Bar Trooper 10 who says, Am I the arsehole for kicking a girl out of our friend group? All right, Reddit. I've been getting so much shit for this that I decided to get a judgment on here. I feel like I've seen a similar post to this before, but the judgment was split, so I guess we'll see. So I, 26 male, have a long-standing friend group. Most of us have been friends since high school. This girl named Zoe, 25 female, has been part of the group since college. We've hung out plenty of times, but I would describe our relationship as casual friends. 
We follow each other on social media and talk in a larger group, but never one-on-one hanging out. She has friends mostly with the girlfriends, but I had a low-key crush on her. Some of the women in the group know, but have kept it to themselves for my sake. But last month, I got kind of drunk and messaged her late night about possibly hanging out. She messaged me back in the morning and said she would like to hang out more, but just as friends. I told her I understood, but knew what that meant, so I never reached back out. So, my parents own a bar. Typically, I will bartend there on the weekends before I go out. My friend group are regulars at the bar. I will send out a text about what specials we have that night and invite people to come. So I send her a big invite and include Zoe on it. She shows up and immediately starts talking to me. I was working so I kind of just moved along. I charged her full price the whole night and she started complaining to the other girls about it which ticked me off. Yes, sometimes I will give free stuff out to my friends but it isn't all the time. Yes, I used to hook up Zoe a lot but that was before she said we were friends. Then the second thing that happened was I invited a girl to come to the bar to pre-game with us before we went out. Zoe sees me talking to this girl, decided to introduce herself completely out of the blue. Then those two start talking at the bar and it slips out that me and Zoe used to be good friends till I asked her out. The girl I invited wasn't happy and had to spend the next hour explaining that away. So the next time the group went out, I sent Zoe a text and told her to please not show up. She is more than welcome to meet us out later, but I didn't want to deal with her at my bar. A friend showed up at the bar this weekend and asked me to talk. They said it was unfair to not invite Zoe, because now she feels isolated. A whole friend group hangs out here, so banning her is essentially banning her from the group. I said everyone is free to pick a different bar to hang out at, and they can invite whoever they want, but Zoe is weird and is causing issues, so it's her own fault. I'm still being called an arsehole. But my guys are on my side. Am I the arsehole? And we'll start off with MM172 who says you're the arsehole and quotes, I told her I understood, but knew what that meant so I never reached back out. And quotes again saying, yes, I used to hook up Zoe a lot. But that was before she said we were friends. Then goes on to say, yeah, dude, Zoe's not the one making it weird. You made a drunken late night move on someone who even you seem to acknowledge you didn't have any reason to believe returned your feelings. And When that predictably didn't work out the way you wanted it to, you immediately revealed your friendship was entirely built on the hope that one day you'd get to sleep with her. And you're surprised she's not happy about this. Or that you're alienating every other woman you know with how you're handling the situation. Lady Loren says you're the arsehole. Zoe thought you were her friend. You weren't hitting on her since the get-go. You acted like her friend and hooked her up with free drinks under that premise. Then she finds out that she got fucks owned by you and realizes you were only being nice because you were hoping to get in her pants. Not just with the free drinks, but literally you decided to ignore her and treat her as one more random person in the group. Yeah, maybe she shouldn't have rained on your parade with the other girl, but at the same time, maybe she just wanted to warn her off about you. Then as a petty vengeance, you decided to ban her from the place the group socializes and tried to single her out of the group because she didn't like being fuck zoned. Damn. Candid comes back on that comment and says in quotes and treat her as just one more random person in the group and it says as opposed to what? It's not like she was his bestest friend for years is it? She was a random girl he wanted to ask out. Now she's a random girl he's no longer interested in. Quotes again maybe she just wanted to warn her off about you and says warn her about what? That OP isn't some sad sap who's going to keep pursuing her and buying her drinks if she turns him down. Oh no the horror. 
a guy who takes rejection the right way. And then one more comment from Cynthia who says, I was a little bit split on this one because I wasn't sure if it's entirely fair that you're treating Zoe differently because she rejected you. She doesn't owe you a relationship. At the same time, however, one, you don't owe her free drinks. I can see where you are coming from, offering her stuff while you had an interest in her. You were trying to get her attention or from a broader standpoint and the way I've always seen it. If you saw her as a potential partner, wouldn't you want her to save as much money as she could? That makes sense. Once you were shot down, you backed off and began treating her in a manner similar to your other friends with merely the occasional free drink. Two, she sounds very entitled for expecting free drinks. I used to be a shift manager at a popular fast food place and get free stuff there every day. Plus, I was good friends with the staff. Now that I work elsewhere, what right do I have to go in there and demand free stuff because I used to be a part of the team? Or even better, one should be appreciative when friends offer free stuff, but they shouldn't expect it. Also, someone who is really a friend wouldn't mind supporting you slash your business by paying. Three, she shouldn't be starting drama. Her bringing up the rejection thing to a girl you invited out was trying to cause drama. Heck, even her introducing herself out the blue sounds like it was to cause drama. She rejected you. You were taking it relatively in stride. You still invited her to go out that night after she rejected you and she's making a big deal out of the whole thing. Why? Because you aren't giving her attention slash free drinks. If the genders were reversed here, I feel like there would be a very little debate. She has no right to act the way she is behaving, not the arsehole. And there was a lot of comments and arguments either way on this, you're the arsehole, not the arsehole, and then going backwards and forwards on each of those comments. But what is your opinion on this one? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, as always, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and just being awesome. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care. Much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the love... 